Hello and welcome to the Ice Guy. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, Sunday, February 18th, presented by Boston Hemp Inc., Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, ready to break down the Sunday NHL card. Hope you survived what was a very busy Saturday, as it always seems to be uh, in the uh, NHL, a huge slate. We will recap all of it for you uh, in just a, a moment. Uh, but uh, first of all, shout out to everyone uh, in the uh, chat. Uh, just a couple of reminders. Today's show, uh, we will be doing not only the three games on Sunday, but we'll also be taking a look ahead to tomorrow because it's President's Day in the U.S., a nationwide holiday. It's actually a holiday in many provinces uh, in Canada as well tomorrow. Family Day is what they call it here uh, in Ontario. Uh, so it's actually a provincial holiday here in these parts. So there's a lot of day games, a lot of afternoon hockey tomorrow. And the first four games all started either two Eastern or earlier. So we will be breaking down and previewing the first four games for Monday on today's show as well and then we will be on the air with you again as usual on monday the usual time 2 p.m eastern uh 1 p.m central uh for me and it'll be me it'll be alex i believe it'll be brett skowski again his normal day on monday and special guest john massey will join us as well on monday which is a rare treat because he usually doesn't get a chance to watch the uh, daily show because he's at work but he'll be with us tomorrow for the first time as a guest on our daily show Let's get into yesterday because lots happened. It started with a really a terrific game right off the hop. The Kings and the Bruins back and forth. It went a huge two points and road victory, Alex, for L.A. When you think about the fact that points are just in dire need, they are uh, of points right now as they try to hang in the wild card race in the West. And the fact they trailed the majority of that game and came back from not one, but two different deficits in the game yesterday to come back and win. And what about sweet redemption for the youngster, the rookie, Brant Clark, the defenseman, who's going to be a really good player in this league. The, the kid is really skilled, really talented, skates like the wind, great offensive instincts, no question about that. But he took a penalty on, po on uh, Posternock in overtime. It was just a brilliant move that he made. You know, not much you can do when you're going one-on-one -on -one with a skilled player. Sometimes you're going to lose that battle. He did, but they killed the penalty. He comes right out of the box, gets a breakaway, and a beautiful deep move, backhand, forehand, to beat Linus Allmark and give the Boston or give the LA Kings a huge victory uh, yesterday, 5-4. And a great start to the day, a great start to what was a profitable Saturday for me. It was a really good Saturday overall. A couple of missteps in the late games, but other than that, it was a really solid day. Up plus units, that's all you can ask for. And this certainly got the day off to a good start, Alex, with the draw cashing. Uh, with the uh, Kings and the uh, Bruins and a heck of a win, Alex, for those L.A. Kings who, you know, uh, it really could have gone south for them after that Buffalo game early in the week. It was a disaster. You couldn't have played worse than you did in that game. And even I'm wondering, you know, what's going to happen with this team? How are they going to respond? Are they going to do they just get that first win under Jim Hiller and now it's back downhill again? But no, the what they have done these last two games after the Buffalo loss shows me there's still a little composure. There's still a little you know, tighten up the belt and get the job done in this L.A. Kings team and certainly a team that's trying to get their season on track. And these last two games, and especially that great comeback yesterday, sure help. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's a big win for them. And, and they're playing a team that's going through their own struggles right now, too, in, in Boston. But like yep. I said, we talked about it before. This is a Boston team where their struggles just kind of seem like, okay, any other team, they're having a losing stretch at, at a part of the season. And it's better to have it now than later on. So you're not really worried about them, but with L.A., it seems to be super troublesome. So to get that win, to get that extra second point is massive for them. But they still got some issues they got to work on uh, overall if they want to get back to being a, a top-tier contender in the West. Like I said, they, they've definitely gone through the struggles, and the wins are important, but they got to be a lot cleaner on both ends of the ice and, and get, get things settled up with the goal city. The goal city has still been absolutely horrendous. Uh, over these, even these, even yesterday, you look early in the game how Riddick, you know, giving up those goals and said the fact they even had to come back because, excuse me, because of the struggles there. Yeah, no question. And Boston, look, 
there's a malaise going on with the Boston Bruins right now. One win since the All-Star break, and they've been at home every game. Home is where they've been dominant over the last couple of seasons, and yet here they are with one home win against Vancouver since the All-Star break. Losses to Calgary, Seattle, and again to L.A. yesterday uh, on this uh, on Tampa Bay as well. So it's not been a very good homestand uh, for the uh, Boston Bruins, and it's almost, look, We've said it for a few days now. The offense is out of sync. Okay, there's just they're not totally clicking, and their defensive game and their goaltending. The goaltending deserves some blame. I thought Allmark needed to step his game up. That wasn't a vintage performance by him yesterday, by any stretch of the imagination. So the Blues are going through it. Jimmy Murphy with a great tweet, by the way, uh, in, after that game, saying Sweeney, 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 with the Ferris Bueller day off uh, image of Ben Stein, uh, like Sweeney, Sweeney. You know, and I think that's Jimmy Murphy trying to, uh, you know, intimate that it maybe it's time to get a trade going here and shake up this hockey team just a little bit. Because you're right, I think I think they're in the trade market anyway for another defenseman, for maybe another forward uh, to provide depth there of some kind, a little more pop up front. They're definitely kicking tires on a few things, Boston. So I think they were in the trade discussions as it was even before this little slump. But it's almost like now you got to make a trade just to shake it up a little bit, you know, and get some life and get some energy and get some, you know, some, some some pep back into this team a little bit because they've certainly lost a little bit of it here since the All-Star break, no question, with the way they've been playing. Uh, also yesterday afternoon, we saw the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, man, the, the, I'm telling you what, then maybe there is something to it. I mean, these woes that the Ottawa Senators have against Chicago. It's really unbelievable at this point, and it happened again yesterday. 3-2 win for the Blackhawks there uh, over the uh, Ottawa Senators. Um, that's now um, the first win for Chicago with Connor Bedard uh, back uh, in the lineup. Uh, it was good to see that. Of course, Connor Bedard it, it gets involved from a scoring standpoint, gets the uh, uh, second goal of the game, the tying goal uh, for the uh, Blackhawks in the second period. And then uh, Mr. Dickinson, with the uh, game winner less than two minutes left in the third period uh, to give the uh, Blackhawks that 3-2 win uh, over the uh, Ottawa Senators. And uh, there's going to be sneaky value, especially at home, backing Chicago from time to time. You don't want to do it every day, but clearly th this team even just getting one player back in number 98, they're so much better with him. I mean, it's not even, you can't even, you can't even debate it. It's evident on the ice. There's just a lot more speed. There's a lot more skill. There's a lot more creativity. There's just a lot more pop in them offensively in the in the ozone with Bedard on the ice and uh, and back in the lineup. It's just remarkable the difference. Uh, and they get a nice three two win over Ottawa. And then one of the games of the afternoon could easily make it the game of the afternoon game of the day. Uh, Edmonton and Dallas. It was a scintillating hockey game. I even thought in the first period actually was a little dull. It was a little conservative. I think teams were just trying to, you know, just bit, glide their way into the game a little bit, knowing it was a game of that magnitude. But man, the floodgates opened in the second period uh, of that game. Back and forth it went. Um, it was a, I thought, you know, I don't even think you can blame Pickard or uh, Ottinger in that game. Uh, I thought it was just a very tough game for goaltenders. There was just so such creativity, some so many great plays offensively being made by both teams that it was just going to make life difficult uh, on the two goaltenders. So in a game where you see seven goals go in, it's like, well, not a great day for the goaltenders. No, I just think it was terrific offensive plays being made left and right by both the Oilers and the Stars in that game. And Edmonton gets the game winner in overtime. Tough penalty for my guy Wyatt Johnston to take, but... Connor McDavid's going to make you do that sometimes, or Dreisaitl, I should say, in that case. And uh, that's exactly what happened. And then Evan Bouchard, a hell of a day, two goals. And, man, can that guy fire the puck. It's unreal, the shot that that guy has, Evan Bouchard. And he put it on display twice yesterday uh, in the victory, in overtime for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, Bailey, congrats on being on the Oilers uh, yesterday. Um, that was a split game for me. The Dallas team total fell short. The, the money line... Uh, fell short, but all the uh, all the over six and a half came back, and I jumped pretty heavily. This is more of a heavier live bet than I'm accustomed to on that live over going into the second period, second period over with the Oilers and the Stars. That's now 12-0 and 0 for the Dallas Stars in the second period over now after yesterday, and you better make, you better be, uh, you, you, you know for sure I'm going to be paying attention to that now moving forward. I should have been paying attention to that earlier than yesterday but i finally you know rem remembered it i'm like wait a minute when it was zero zero i've said all along this game's going to open up a little bit 
But then I remembered, oh, yeah, thanks to Chris Otto in the chart, you know, Dallas has gone over this in the second period in 11 straight games. And that's right when I zoomed to my account and I hopped on that over. I bet over two minus 130 because one and a half was just too juiced with that second period total. And sure enough, how many goals do we have in that second period? Six we went from 0-0 to 3-3 uh, after the uh, second period. So keep an eye on that. And uh, when we talk Stars Bruins for for Monday later in the show, you know for sure that if we get a slow start to that Bruins-Stars game, I'll be looking at that second period over again with the Dallas Stars tomorrow as they go for 13 straight with that. But hell of a hockey game. If you're Dallas, I don't think you can feel too bad about You wanted to win, obviously. You're disappointed, but I don't think he played terribly. It was one of those back-and-forth games. Two great hockey teams, close game, could have went either way. And it just went the Oilers' way in overtime. Alex, that was one hell of a game. Yeah, that was a fun game to watch uh, start to finish. I, I pretty much didn't turn much from that in. I was kind of juggling back and forth. I had two TVs, thankfully, so watching the Hawks game and uh, the Stars and, and Oilers, but that was a, a fun one. And, man, would that be a good playoff series for sure if we could see Edmonton and Dallas meet up somehow. But, uh, like I said, you know, at least Dallas getting that point. That's why we talk about draw season. Those are the kind of games that make that up. That, okay, yeah, they're going to fight back and forth, but – at least they each get out of there with a point, and then they just, you know settle out in overtime or a shootout. Uh, so it was a good game. I had a couple of live wages on Dallas to score. I had Dallas' first goal in the second period. Uh, yeah. Cashed that one quickly because I just saw the momentum they had heading into the locker room at intermission. They had that power play as well. So, uh, yeah, just, just a, a really fun game to watch. And uh, I'm sure AB, you know, ABC executives were happy that that was the afternoon game because that was definitely one of the better games of the entire slate. Well, for sure. There's no question about it. It was an absolutely outstanding uh, game, uh, no doubt. And uh, like I say, I've signed me up for a playoff series involving the Oilers and Stars. I wouldn't mind that one bit. Hell, you could say that about most of the teams in the West. Like, you can give me a Golden Knights Avs series, I wouldn't complain. You can give me an Avs Stars series, I wouldn't complain. You know, Stars uh, uh, Oilers series, I wouldn't complain. An Oilers Avs series, an Oilers Golden Knights series again. You know, there's just so many different ways. You Canucks and Stars, Canucks and Oilers, Canucks and Golden Knights. I mean, there's just so many unbelievable combinations we could have in the postseason uh, in that Western Conference. No question about it. Uh, what else did we see yesterday? Um, Calgary Flames, man, an absolute dud again for the second straight time on home ice. They get drilled 5 nothing by Detroit. This is the one where I look back on it and think maybe I should have had Detroit. I was kind of leaning Detroit. But Calgary was just so bad against San Jose. I thought there'd be a response, and there wasn't. There wasn't. They were awful in the first period. Absolutely terrible uh, in the first period. And, you know, don't be fooled by 12-8 shots on goal. Chances Detroit had were excellent, excellent uh, opportunities. Uh, and then in the second period, they were a little bit better, but by then it was too late. And their def- and what they did give up to Detroit was just way too much quality. Uh, they hung Markstrom out to dry. Can't fault him too much. Vladar came in to finish the game. It was just a rough, rough night again for the uh, Calgary Flames on home ice. They lose 5 nothing to the uh, Detroit Red Wings. And all of a sudden, there was that great run on the road trip to get themselves back into the playoff mix suddenly is looking hollow right now uh, with the way they played the last two games uh, entering that. Uh, Buffalo with a 3-2 win against Minnesota. Here's another bad loss. They were up 2-1 late in the third period. And the uh, Minnesota Wild allowed Jordan Greenway, a former member. We talked about him on the show from a prop standpoint. And sure enough, he ties it. And the Sabres end up winning it with a defenseman uh, blasting it from the top of the dots there. Yenry Yokiharyu getting the game-winning goal there for the uh, Buffalo Sabres and a 3-2 win in overtime over Minnesota. That's brutal. When you need the points, you can't squander two points like that uh, if you're the uh, Minnesota Wild. That's a terrible loss there. Um, And I know they get a point still. You know, every point is valuable when you're trying to hop over, what, four teams, five teams to get into the wild card like they are. Uh, That's a very, very disheartening point to miss out on uh, if you are the um, Minnesota Wild. They gave it to Cousins. Okay, Cuban, my apologies. Yep. Initially, they gave it to him. Uh, All right, Nashville-St. Louis, 5-2 for the uh, Nashville Predators. Uh, My best bet was the over there, so it comes through. And... uh, Good decision for me. I was leaning St. Louis, but I said I don't feel great about going against a team that just got bombed 9-2 in their own building. Uh, and sure enough, the Nashville Predators did have a very solid response to that just blowout loss, uh, that annihilation they suffered at the hands of the Dallas Stars with a nice response, 5-2, uh, 
uh, beating the uh, St. Louis Blues yesterday. Soros was much better in net and very opportunistic. And the best players were the best players. You know, Yossi had a good game. Forsberg was all over the ice. Uh, O'Reilly had a good game, and he put it away in the empty net. So uh, absolutely uh, outstanding job by uh, the um, Nashville Predators there to bounce back 5-2. And then probably the shocker of the day was the final afternoon game. Um, I I thought Florida could win. I thought Florida was going to win. I Looking back on it, you know, I've been on Florida in every road game, and I'm like, how the hell did I not bet them here? But I didn't for some reason. Um, I I felt the Tampa Bay, for some reason, going into that game, they were going to really push Florida, and the opposite happened. I mean, it was just a complete and utter disaster for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And Florida, man, if you haven't jumped on them already to win the East and the Stanley Cup, you might be too late because now the price has dropped like a stone, and it's dropped even more after that win last night over the Tampa Bay Lightning. But this is right now the best team in the Eastern Conference. It is right now. What they are doing, you know what's funny about Florida is they're playing the style of hockey that wins in the playoffs right now here in the regular season on February the 18th. They're playing a north-south game. They're playing fast. They're hitting everything in sight. They're playing a physical game. They're going to the front of the net. They're winning puck battles all over the ice. You watch a Florida game, you can count on one hand how many puck battles. One-on-one battles are lost by their forwards and their defensemen. That's playoff hockey right now. You win your battles, you win your ice, and you get to the front of the net, and you play physical. And those are all the attributes of the Florida Panthers game right now. And it's been impressive. Like, they don't do things pretty. They really don't. A lot of their goals are, you know, we go to the blue paint, we go to the goal crease, uh, and we find ways to win. But uh, there's no question Florida has got it going. And they to go to not just beat Tampa in Tampa, where Tampa's been much better, but to just just completely annihilate them and completely uh, crush them like that. Nine to two, Alex, just an outstanding victory. Uh, just dominance from start to finish, making Andre Vasilevsky, you know, look like our old friend farmer in the Dell, you know, Aaron Dell in that game uh, yeah. last night. Well, he finally, and look, he usually refuses to get pulled, but even John Cooper probably said, all right, Bassey, I know you've got your pride and you never like getting pulled, but enough is enough, man. You know, you've given up six already. We got to think about the next game, get you some rest. And finally, I guess he conceded, all right, I'll come out of the game. And that's when Johansson came in. It didn't get any better, unfortunately, for Jonas Johansson. I think he gave up three more uh, all in the uh, third period of that game. So ugly stuff from the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't think it's anything to panic about for Tampa. They just ran into this red-hot Panther outfit at the wrong time, and it was just... And it wasn't like the game was lopsided as far as chances and shots are concerned in ozone time. But it's just one of those games where it seemed like everything Florida was firing at the net was going in. But nevertheless, if you're Tampa Bay, still not a good game and not the way you want to go losing 9-2. And I think now Florida Panthers have taken over the mantle of best team in the state of Florida. I think that's now four straight wins for them head-to-head over the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think they've finally taken the crown. They're the best team in that state. Yeah, yeah, they are. And, and, And like you said, that's... It's not concerning for Tampa Bay in the sense of any issues of their own, but like I said, that's concerning in the sense of, oh, okay, they got a team they got to worry about now in the Florida Panthers moving forward. If they catch a hold of them at any point, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be trouble. And this is a Panthers team that is locked and loaded. Like I said, they're playing playoff-style hockey right now. Now, the issue is how long can you sustain that, and you don't want to burn yourself out when you actually get into the playoffs. But, uh, you know, if they can make things a little easier on them and blow teams out of the water like that, uh, a little bit more often in the second half, things should be going all right. So Florida is in great shape, and I, I you know, took a shot with Florida, Vancouver, uh, Stanley Cup final exact matchup. Yeah, yesterday at plus twenty five hundred. Like I said, trying to grab a little bit of value there. Uh, this, this is a Florida team that looks dangerous enough where they could really make a run. And we talked about the East might be a little bit of easier path in the West. So, uh, like I say, yeah, time is closing to grab, grab some value with any of those futures involved with the Panthers. Yeah, no question. Uh, time is running out because this, the prices aren't going to get any better. That is for sure uh, with that. Uh, Washington, 4-3. The rest of the games were night games. Washington, 4-3 against Montreal. A very entertaining game. Man, the Habs had chances to win it late. And I'll tell you what, Slavkovsky had like three chances in the final minute with the extra attacker and the net empty. And um, how he didn't score is beyond me. Uh, tough loss. Finally didn't ca- cash a Uri Slavkovsky goal prop with uh, Montreal, but not for lack of trying. He was he had another really good game. Puck just didn't go in for him, uh, unfortunately, last night. But a 
a much needed bounce back was been a rough go for Washington. So they pull out a four to three win over the uh, Montreal Canadians last night. Speaking of beatdowns, we had a nine, two game earlier and we had another nine, two game uh, at night with the ducks and the Leafs nine two Toronto over Anaheim. Isn't this refreshing? If you're a Leaf fan, you're like, Oh my gosh, we actually didn't play down to our opponent for a change. Wow. What a refreshing uh, turn of events there. They have chased a, uh, Dostal from the net. Um, it seemed like everything Toronto was shooting was going in in the first period. Another, I can't believe it, another hat trick. That's back-to-back games with a hat trick for Austin Matthews. Now 48 goals on the season. The guy's going to get 70. You know, unless he gets injured and misses time, how is he not going to get 70 goals at this point? He's well overpaced to get 70 goals right now uh, for Toronto. Tyler Bertuzzi, who hadn't scored in eons. That's how good of a night it was for Toronto. Tyler Bertuzzi finally bumps the slump for them. Uh, and Martin Jones was solid when he had to be. Uh, and it was just uh, finally the Leafs dominate an opponent that they're capable of dominating. And that doesn't, hasn't happened very well. Bobby McMahon with two more goals. That guy's been great. This That's five goals for the guy this week. That's another bargain bin guy we got to start looking at for Toronto right now. Bobby McMahon. That's a great hockey name, by the way. Bobby McMahon. It just sounds like a hockey player. When you hear his name, I think he's American too. You talk about there's more great American talent uh, coming up the ranks here uh, in the uh, NHL. It's really, really remarkable. But uh, a very convincing, uh, dominant victory last night for the uh, Leafs, nine to two. Uh, oh no, no, he's from, sorry, he's from Alberta, uh, Bobby McMahon. Uh, but nevertheless, has he's playing great right now for uh, the Leafs, nine two win there. The outdoor game of uh, New Jersey. Credit to them. See, the reason why I held off on Philly is because. New Jer- Jack Hughes had the blow up in the L.A. loss. They're off that defeat there. I-, I figured it would be like a rally the troops, circle the wagon spot for the Devils. And sure enough, it was. They played really well, 6-3. to three. Another solid outing from Nico Dawes. Perfect conditions. Yes, it was cold, uh, but the ice was in great condition. You know, it was below freezing, so there was no issues with the ice. And the Devils with a nice win there, 6-3 to three over the uh, Philadelphia Flyers in that one. Game goes over the total. So there you go. We haven't seen a ton of overs in the past with the outdoor games but we got one there uh the late games uh winnipeg jets who have really struggled against some of the better teams on their schedule lately we think of the fact that toronto swept them in back-to-back games there's been some other games lately against the better teams that they haven't gotten the job done uh, of late but they did last night a very solid outing really bolstered by opportunistic on their chances uh connor hellebuck was terrific in net actually outplayed thatcher demko a little bit and the Winnipeg Jets, a big confidence-boosting road win. Because I'm telling you what, beating San Jose 1-0, beating Pittsburgh in a revenge spot 2-1 by the skin of your teeth, that's not going to give you confidence. What last night the Winnipeg Jets did should give them some confidence. You just beat you know the number one team in the West uh, and uh, 4-2 win for the uh, Winnipeg Jets there in that game. Carolina, man, this 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 is the one that surprised me. Vegas was waiting all week for Carolina off a loss to Minnesota. Spencer Martin and net Spencer Martin was good. That's now two in a row. He played well against Boston too when he started against them. That was a terrific outing for them. I don't think they played that bad. Vegas they just couldn't. The puck didn't go in for them. They had their chances. The puck didn't go in. Carolina opportunistic on a couple of chances, and that's an impressive back-to-back road wins for Carolina. Arizona and Vegas back-to-back, and. Uh, to hell with Ronta and Anderson. Keep these two guys together as the battery at this point. Spencer Martin and Pyotr Kochekov. I, I don't. I, I could. If I'm a Canes fan, I couldn't care less about seeing those two uh, old farts again anytime soon. Uh, Anti Ronta and Freddie Anderson. I couldn't care less. I I don't give a damn anymore. Uh, you know, Spencer Martin's done nothing but play solid. And the thing that's going to benefit Alex, a guy like Spencer Martin, when he does get the start for this team. He's got such a great team in front of him defensively. You know, he doesn't have this ragamuffin blue line anymore. He doesn't have this blue line that he's going to make a ton of mistakes and cough up the puck and be hemmed in their own zone. No, he's going to have one of the more sturdier one through six blue lines in the NHL in front of him. And I think Spencer Martin's definitely benefiting from that. Uh, And they get the uh, win last night. And then a great result for me with Columbus San Jose. We had the triumvirate of overs there. First period over, first period both teams to score. Full game over with the Jackets and the Sharks. They all cash. Boone Jenner with the game winner in the dying seconds. And Columbus with the 4-3 win over the uh, San Jose Sharks. And I did have a small jacket money line as well. So that was a terrific game, uh, that one for me, from a betting results perspective. Uh, Alex, the night card, what did you think? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, just I mean, you kind of covered most of that. But when you look at the Flyers Devils, that was a game that I was kind of watching. I had that first period over, and uh, we saw, you know, like I said, good ice conditions, good, uh, you know, good pace and good speed. So that kind of led to that, and and you know, we saw some goals, and, and that's the thing. You know, you see some guys like I talked about on the show how you might see some guys that step up that don't normally score in an outdoor game uh, like that, and that's something that we did see in, in that contest. We can see it again here with the Isles and and, uh, and Rangers. Later on today, also uh, to kind of to put back with that, yeah, Florida and Tampa and and Toronto and I just seeing you know complete domination and blowouts in those spots and, and uh, with Toronto, like you said, that's definitely a big win for them. You don't see them, uh, like I said, we talk about them usually losing these kind of games in a weekday, you know, four three in overtime or a shootout or something. So put the screws to a bad team like Anaheim, that that's a good win for them. And, and obviously with Austin Matthews rocking and rolling right now. Uh, there's no, it just doesn't seem like anything's going to stop him right now. He's just been on any incredible scoring screen. Yeah, no question. You know what? I'm not the biggest NASCAR fan, Andrew, but that's a shame to hear that actually. That I mean, people plan their whole friggin' the big time NASCAR fans plan their whole year probably around traveling yeah. to Daytona Speedway there for the Daytona. Now it's postponed because of weather. Uh, that I don't care if you like NASCAR or not. No, that's that's that's, okay. that's yeah. unfortunate. That sucks. Yeah knowing how much people put into going to that yearly. So, mm-hmm. you know, the fact you got to stick around now and wait for what a Monday race or a Tuesday race, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. That's, that's, that's disappointing for sure. Uh, no question. And Fox going to have to fill the airtime now uh, as well. Um, but uh, yeah. All right. Let's get into Sunday. We've got three games. So the way we're going to do this again is we're going to do the three games today. We're going to talk the first four games on Monday uh, as well. Uh, the big Monday slate, and there's, like I say, a ton of day games coming up on Monday. So we will begin, of course, with part two of the stadium series, uh, the second of two games at MetLife Stadium this weekend. Uh, we have the New York Rangers and the New York Islanders, Battle of New York. And it doesn't matter where these teams are in the standings. It's always a uh, fun game to watch, and it'll cer- certainly be cool to see it outdoors uh, here at MetLife Stadium. Uh, Rangers minus 140. Uh, road favorites in this game total just five and a half. Now there's a couple books that do have six, but most books have five and a half here with this total. Again, this is on ABC. This is their fourth and final NHL broadcast this weekend, ABC. So again, I got to tip my cap to ESPN, ABC. They have loaded hockey on their, on their network, their main network, ABC all weekend. So it's really, really good to see. And it's really, really good for the game as well. And the league, and just the visibility and the popularity and the ratings, all, nothing but good news, all this hockey that's been on ABC uh, this weekend. As far as this game goes, we've got another case of a team that has been red hot since the All-Star break in the New York Rangers. They've won five straight, playing great hockey. Ain't, I ain't stepping in front of this team. And actually, their outdoor record, if I'm not mistaken, as a franchise is very good, very, very strong. You know, that's not a team I'm interested in bucking right now. It's not a team I'm interested in going against right now. But this is a kind of a desperate urgency type of spot for the New York Islanders. They are, especially now they see the Devils winning last night. And that's a team that they're, they're behind the Devils too. And the Devils aren't even in a playoff spot right now. So that tells you just where the urgency has to be for this New York Islanders team. They need W's and they need W's in the worst way because they've lost two in a row. Uh, entering this uh, stadium series matchup, losing 5-2 to Calgary at home, 2-1 to one in a shootout to Seattle. You know, I don't know if it's the product of just the way the roster is, you know, compiled. I don't know if it's a product of now we're in the second half of the season, so it's even diffi- more difficult to play these games, dog days of the season. But they aren't a fast team to begin with. John Massey's pointed this out to us. They really have looked slow the last couple games. They really have. I mean, Seattle totally outskated them. Cal- Calgary, who aren't even a fast team compared to some other teams in this league, totally outskated them, out-hustled them, won puck battles all over the ice against this Islanders team. That's the concern. And as Sweet Lou has been, this has been his detriment. He has not built a team with a ton of team speed on it. And it's really what's really harmed this Islanders team here as far as trying to be the best team they can be. They need the game, but needing the game doesn't mean you're going to win it. I don't want the Islanders. I don't trust the Islanders. Uh, at the same time, with the Islanders needing the points more, I'm not going to lay a buck 40 with the Rangers either. So this is a game. This is honestly a game I'm not doing a whole lot with, quite honestly. Um, I'm not even in, in love with the draw all that much. 
you know, quite honestly. And I, you know, the Thailanders, and we've been saying it all year, draw Island and the Thailanders, but you know, I'm not even all that enamored about the draw. There hasn't been a single overtime game between these two teams in a very long time. You know, the Islanders did go to a shootout against Seattle and I did like the draw in that game, but I don't know. I don't know if I love it to, uh, in this game. Rangers are playing pretty well uh, right now. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. I think there's a couple props I do like. I will mention those in a moment. Now, last night's game did go over. Does that make you think five and a half looks cheap here? Here's the difference. And uh, in our uh, Twitter DM, we've got uh, a bunch of the uh, bunch of us in there. John reported, of course, he's as close to the scene as it gets from all of us, reported that it's going to be a little warmer there and the sun's going to be out today. So it's going to be sunny and it looks like 37 Fahrenheit at puck drop this afternoon. That's above freezing. So I think the key to that game going over, Alex, was the ice was in pristine condition. You could make nice plays with the, you could pass tape to tape. The puck's not bouncing. It's not like it's on a road and it's just bouncing along and you can't make crisp, clean plays offensively. And I think both the Flyers and the Devils benefit benefited from that uh, last night. This could be a little different. The sun's going to be out, could deteriorate the ice just a little bit, especially with temperatures above freezing. Not that it's going to be terrible. I think the conditions are still going to be relatively solid for the ice, but not as good as they were last night, just because the temperature is going to be a little higher. Sun's going to be out glare. That's that's true, Cuban. I don't, we'll have to see on television how it looks, but is there some glare emanating from the sun You know, uh, when that game starts at 3 p.m. Eastern? So, I don't know if the conditions are nearly as good for an over this afternoon as they were last night. So that's just my two cents on it. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Stadium Series Part 2, Rangers, Islanders. Yeah, I think with the day star, there could be, like I said, we might see some shadows. We might see some glare. The ice may not be as good. But I think that's where we could kind of maybe see some crazy goals. We can see that puck kind of start bouncing around, jumping around a little bit. So I like the first period over. I'm going to go with that again at that cheaper price, one and a half. Minus a dollar ten, and then just kind of see where things go from there. Uh, said with, with the outdoor games, you, you know, it's, it's hard to really kind of get a feel pregame. You have to see what's going on in the first five or ten minutes, honestly, to to get a feel of what the pace is going to be for that contest. So it, it's one I'll be watching and, and and maybe looking for some live spots. But the only thing I like pregame there is that first period over at that cheaper price. And it was an easy first, well, a pretty easy first period over last night with the uh, Flyers and the Devils. Yeah, as far as props go. To me, Lafreniere, and to me, Will Will Cooley, man, people are sleeping on that guy. He's playing great right now. The rookie, uh, he scored now. Uh, he's scoring a lot more as the games go on. I think he's getting more confidence. Uh, and I think Peter Laviolette is gaining more trust in Will Cooley, putting him out on the ice more often, uh, more opportunities, more shifts. Uh, and uh, he's been really solid lately uh, on that third line. He's only on the third line. Wait, what, what if they ever give him a, a top-line role? But he's scored in back-to-back games now against Calgary and Montreal for this New York Rangers team. Um, so that's definitely my favorite. He's my favorite Ranger prop, even more than Lafreniere or anybody else. Will Cooley, back-to-back games with a goal for him uh, entering this matchup. I think it makes a lot of sense to look in that direction once again. Uh, here today as far as the islanders look it's a little bit more tricky i mean barzell coming out of the all-star break barzell was on fire he's cooled off a little bit really there's the whole team has been kind of in an offensive funk here the last couple games so we're gonna have to wait and see um how it goes for them but you know the only thing i can think of right now with their is uh, bailey like noah dobson here as far as uh props yes he does have a point in three straight games a goal against tampa yeah, some kind of Dobson assist prop. You could sprinkle on goal as well, uh, potentially uh, for them. Really, I would, I would center Barzell. Barzell's got to be the guy, and he's the he's a guy that legitimately does have more speed than a lot of players on this Islanders team. So, you know, it's got to be him if he's going to make some. If, if the Islanders are going to win this game, get two big points, uh, you would think that uh, Matthew Barzell this afternoon he's going to have to have a hand in that. Uh, no question for this uh, Islanders team. That'll be fun to watch. Uh, the rest of the games, two more games today. They are both uh, Sunday night games, uh, Arizona and Colorado. Uh, we have the uh, Avs, uh, two, minus 260 home favorites uh, in this game. Uh, and the total currently six and a half shaded to the over uh, in this matchup. Now, this is Colorado coming back. This is the Malinsky special in play here for the Colorado Avalanche. That is something to be aware of. Um, 
First game home off a road trip of four games or more. And in this case, this was a six-game road trip for the Colorado Avalanche. So this was a pretty lengthy road trip. And all through the East, you know, Rangers, New Jersey Devils, Carolina Hurricanes, Florida Panthers, Washington Capitals, Tampa Bay Lightning. And now you're coming back, and now you're playing your first home game. So that angle says bet Arizona here, but I ain't betting Arizona right now. <laughs> it's just, I don't care. But, uh, the Malinsky special is keeping me off Colorado. It's not putting me on Arizona, though. It says bet Arizona, but I don't know if I can trust them here uh, in this spot, um, even with the tough scheduling spot here for Colorado. That being said, Arizona has been a thorn in Colorado's side. I, have, I am on the draw in this game. Uh, I feel better about that. I'd rather have draw in my pocket than um, Arizona plus 220 uh, in this game just because Arizona is just in such a bad way and they're giving up goals left and right. And you know what's scary for Arizona? Their defensive play struggled. Their PK has struggled. Connor Ingram's struggling too. We know Vimelka has been terrible all year and he was bad again against Carolina. But, you know, Ingram's not playing like he once did either. So that's the concerning part right now for uh, Arizona. Uh, I did sprinkle on the draw, though. It's hard to ignore the head-to-head, Alex. I mean, we're talking about three of the last four. Four of the last six have gone to overtime or shootout with the Coyotes and the Avalanche. And the games here in Colorado, you know, the last one was a 4-1 Colorado win. uh, But even some of these Colorado games have been pretty close. Arizona's really given Colorado fits in Arizona. Not quite as much in Colorado, but I still think this game won't be the easiest to get through for Colorado, given the scheduling spot. So I will sprinkle on that draw, uh, especially considering the kind of number, the kind of price you're going to be able to get uh, with Coyotes and Avs draw uh, in this game. Uh, you can get here with this one pretty much. Um, let me see what the uh, price is here. It was pretty good last I checked. Yeah, really good. How about plus 430? Does that sound good to you at FanDuel uh, with the uh, draw? Yeah, yeah. you got to look in that direction. There's no question. Um, and I like goals. Goals, goals, goals here. I really believe it. I mean, Arizona right now is a team that can't keep the puck out. Even with Colorado coming off the road trip, I don't know if they've got the defensive stones or the goaltending right now to shut you to anybody down, quite honestly. So I like first period over, first period both teams to score in this game. Um, six and a half, I like over the total as well. This is the Ian special here, the Ian classic the uh, that I've been going with a lot lately with success, like the Columbus game last night. First period over, both teams to score game over as well uh, in this one so keep an eye on this too you're right that's a good point by someone in the chat about uh connor uh ingram he's out they've called up the one thing that does concern me here is this guy was in the ahl all-star game and i know he's had a hell of a season i believe for tucson uh, in the ahl this uh matt uh valalta I, I remember actually watching a little bit of the all-star festivities and this guy played well but he's not going to play today they've already slotted him in to make his first start tomorrow he's going to play the back-to-back against Edmonton tomorrow so that means it's definitely going to be uh Corral Vimelka here this afternoon with Connor Ingram unavailable so uh, that's what we're looking at here Vimelka for Arizona probably Georgiev for uh, Colorado but uh, like I say I'm going to sprinkle on the draw here like I say I just think it's both teams to score first period first period over full game over uh, we're going with all of it here, uh, Arizona and uh, Colorado. Uh, Alex, what do you think here in this one, Coyotes Avalanche? Yeah, I'm just taking a smaller shot with a draw, like I said, because of the history of this. But like I said, the Yotes kind of a tough spot. It's a tough scheduling spot for Colorado, so it's not one of my favorite plays. But at 4:30, that's definitely worth grabbing at least uh, a little piece of with the draw. So Yotes and Avalanche, I'm going for that draw. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, he, uh, like I said. Uh, He's had a very good year down there in the AHL, no question. Uh, you know, all-star in the American Hockey League, Matt Vallalta, who's going to get that start tomorrow. I believe it's his first. I don't think he's had an NHL start before. Uh, or did he get into a game? He did oh, he actually got, he, did get into he a had, game. He had an appearance, but he hasn't made a, a start yet. Yeah, no start. So the first start uh, in the NHL, this will be for him tomorrow. What an opponent to put him in there, though, for. Uh, for his first start, the Edmonton Oilers. You're going to make your first NHL start, and you got to shut down Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and all that the Oilers possess. Yeah. Wow, that's tough. That'll be that'll be a fascinating watch, Edmonton and Arizona tomorrow, because this kid's really been good down there, but that is a very, very tough first start assignment in the National Hockey League for anybody. So we'll see how uh, Matt Vallalta handles that tomorrow. Uh, against Edmonton. Vimelka, I think he'll do what he always does today, uh, give up goals. It's been a, boy, what a 
tough season that it's been for him. He was in net for when Carolina scored five the other night on Friday. So, uh, like I say, not what you're not what you want to see. And the Coyotes kind of lost their way uh, defensively, no question. I think of all the games today, like uh, as far as the actual game is concerned, you, you know, it's not like I'm uh, can't wait for the actual game. But for the Yaramir Yager ceremony that's taking place in Pittsburgh with the Kings and the Penguins, I am looking forward to that. That's going to be special. You know they're going to have all the uh, great legendary Penguins in the building. I know they already have brought in uh, Ron Francis came back to Pittsburgh, you know, to be a part of this ceremony uh, tomorrow involving Yaramir Yager. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm even hearing that the talk it wanted to be there. But will the, will the schedule with him coaching the Vancouver Canucks allow him to be there? But uh, there was talk that they're going to try to get Tockett there quickly, in and out kind of deal, so that he could be there uh, with the uh, Yager ceremony. But, you know, Mario Lemieux will be there. Ron Francis will be there. Uh, and a lot of those great Penguins from those 90s teams, uh, no question, including the Cup teams. So it's going to be a great ceremony. It's well-deserved. He's second all-time in the NHL in points behind Wayne Gretzky. So this is absolutely a deserving honor for Yaramir Yager to have his number retired tonight uh, as it, the Penguins take on the LA Kings. Uh, Pittsburgh minus 130, home favorites, six the total in this game. I meant it when I said it yesterday. I'm staying off sides for LA games right now, uh, just doing it. Uh, I have nothing on the side. I don't want to lay a price with Pittsburgh, that's for damn sure, but I am not taking LA here in this game either uh, right now, especially on a back-to-back -back, tricky spot, big win yesterday. And maybe the momentum, does the momentum override the fatigue? That's what you got to ask yourself. Does the momentum and the adrenaline of LA's confidence coming back, two straight wins override the fatigue? Because this is third road game in four nights, back-to-back -back on the road for the Kings. But, you know, we have seen them play better the last couple. And I don't trust Pittsburgh. If you actually ask me, I would lean a, more to LA than Pittsburgh in this game, but I ain't betting it. Uh, like I say, the, the moment I bet LA, I fear the worst might happen. Kind of like the Buffalo game earlier this week. So uh, maybe the draw, uh, not much other. The total could go either way. I'm not, you know, uh, I think LA probably wants to see a lower event game than yesterday. I don't think ultimately they want to be involved in too many five, four games right now. And it's not like Pittsburgh right now. Their power play is, it's embarrassing now. I'm going to say the word. I'm going to use that word. When you have a Malkin, Crosby, Gensel, Rust, Raquel, and Latang and Carlson on the blue line to have this shit of a power play is ridiculous. It's absolutely absurd. And here it is back in the tank again, the Pittsburgh power play. Not quite the 0 for 38 or whatever it was slide that they had earlier this year. But again, the power play is struggling again. Three straight games without a power play goal, 0 for 8. Uh, in the last uh, three games, that's simply not going to get the job done. I do want to point out we've seen uh, back and forth between these two teams. LA's actually beaten Pittsburgh four straight times, uh, but uh, Pittsburgh won the most recent meeting last year uh, in Pittsburgh by a score of six to one. It's actually been strangely enough an over series history uh, between these two teams. We've seen uh, five straight meetings get at least six goals, you know, between these two teams uh, in this one. So, and the total is only six. So. Lean Kings, lean over. Do I love either one? No. No, I do not. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Alex? Kings, Penguins. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be an electric atmosphere, obviously, so that's why the Pens pen are favorite at home, and and this is probably going to be uh, one of the louder crowds. I think we see some kind of pace early. So I do like first period over, but I like both teams to score in the first period a little bit more. You can get that as high as plus 180 over at FanDuel. You know, with ceremony, so things can start a little late, and we can see maybe a little sluggish start. Like I said, Ellie could jump on uh, you know, you get a, a goal early and Pittsburgh could get one right back or vice versa. So I could definitely see a little pace uh, early in the contest, a little, a little faster pace early in the contest. So first period over and both teams to score at plus 180. Uh, that first period over, I saw as low as $1.16 over at Vandal. All right, first period over here for uh, Alex with the Kings and the uh, Penguins uh, in this uh, matchup. You know, as far as um, player props go for this game, not a whole lot. Uh, I am, you know what? He's got some confidence. He scored the game winner yesterday, if you can find. And he's got three points in the two games, uh, the last two games on this road trip for the Kings. Brant Clark, this kid's really good. He's going to be really good. He's going to be a really, really good offensive defenseman in this league for a very long time. He skates well, sees the ice well. Uh, and you can already see the confidence that he is starting to develop already 
such a young age. Uh, he's just barely, you know, broken into the NHL here with this Kings team, but definitely. Yeah. Jeff Carter against his old team. Yeah. That, that's, you know, you got to have faith in Jeff Carter scoring because it's been a while, uh, but you can get plus 500 uh, upwards of that for him to score. I mean, the angle makes sense. I mean, a longtime LA King, of course, now with the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. So could definitely go in that direction. And it really is uncanny how often, you know, we see that now he's only, like I said, playing on a fourth line role and he's got one goal uh, since December 12th. Um, but if you're ever going to take him maybe to score a goal tonight, today might be that day. Uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, definitely. I'm liking uh, uh, props involving Clark for LA. Yeah. Trevor Moore was noticeable yesterday. Uh, no question about that. Pittsburgh, you know, it's, it's difficult because uh, this team, you know what I'm going to take a shot with for Pittsburgh. He's going to be in the lineup today, picked up off waivers from Washington. Maybe there's something to it, but he's now been bounced around a bit, but he's, he can score goals, at least in the AHL he did. Matthew Phillips, I've talked about him before. He was with Calgary. They punted on him. He went to Washington. They punted on him. They put him on waivers, and now the Pittsburgh Penguins have uh, picked him up, and he's going to be in the lineup, looks like on the third line for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins tonight in this game, and he's plus uh, 360 to score a goal tonight. So maybe sprinkle on Matthew Phillips. Matthew Phillips, sometimes when he first joins a team, he makes an impact too. That's kind of been the uh, pattern of him with him uh, in the uh, past. We'll see uh, if that continues uh, here tonight. All right, so those are the three games on uh, Sunday's uh, NHL slate, but we have four coming your way. Uh, on First four games coming your way on this show for Monday. We've got four games that all start at either 12.30, 1 o'clock, or 2 Eastern, right before we get on the air. So uh, we will break those games down now, and we'll begin with the first of the four early afternoon Monday games in Buffalo, where it is the uh, Buffalo Sabres taking on the uh, Anaheim Ducks. We've got Buffalo minus 190 right now, home favorites. Now we're just starting to see lines appear as we record this show for the uh, Monday games, but it looks like Buffalo minus one ninety and a total of six and a half here for this matchup. And again, it's one of those early start deals uh, in Buffalo, 1230 PM Eastern, 1130 AM central for the uh, opening puck drop of this game. So we've seen a couple of these, right? We saw LA get absolutely embarrassed, bounce back and win Anaheim. Absolutely embarrassed nine, two by Toronto last night. Do they bounce back and win? Nashville, 9-2, they lose to Dallas. What did they do yesterday? Bounce back and won. Dogger pass for me. Simple as that. Now, do I trust Anaheim? No. It's tough, but dogger pass for me in this game. Um, uh, I don't I don't want to go against a team when they get totally just absolutely uh, undressed and humiliated like the Ducks did last night by the Toronto Maple Leafs. So you'd expect a response. And hey, we got Buffalo back in their preferred role to fade this fucking team off a win. When does this team put two good games in a row together and two wins together? So haven't bet it yet. Not sure, but I'll tell you right now, Anaheim or nothing. Alex, uh, Anaheim, Buffalo, Monday. This is going to be a pass for me. Like I said, Buffalo in that big of a price. Can't look at them. Can't back Anaheim, even though they got embarrassed. This is just a bad hockey team and it, with the early start as well. So this one... Uh, certainly would not probably be having anything of this in the past. Yeah. I mean, just re recent days, we've seen multiple occasions of like a, a eight, six, seven, eight goal loss for a team. Uh, they bounced back the next game and they played a lot better and they've won. LA after they lost to Buffalo beat Jersey. Nashville after they lost to Dallas beat, of course, St. Louis yesterday, five to two. So, uh, definitely, like I say, I'd be, I'd be careful about, I'd certainly be careful about laying that price with Buffalo. I want no part of that. Uh, that is for sure. What's the team total on Anaheim there in that game? I'm going to double check on that. If we get a two and a half team total, I'll definitely be on that. Maybe not the money line, but I'll definitely be on that. Uh, a team total over if it's two and a half with the uh, Anaheim Ducks in that game. All right. Next game for a Monday afternoon. This is at one Eastern noon central Toronto Maple Leafs, St. Louis Blues. This is an ESPN game, believe it or not. ESPN's got hockey tomorrow too on the holiday. Uh, Bravo. I mean, I can't believe what I'm seeing here, Alex. It's just hockey left and right right now Great. Uh, on ESPN. Yep. And they've got this one with the Leafs and the Blues uh, in, on Monday afternoon. Uh, it looks like right now Leafs are a minus 155 uh, road favorite uh, in this game and six and a half the total here with the uh, Leafs and the Blues in this one. 
revenge spot for uh, for St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis lost last week in Toronto. That that Leaf team that we thought couldn't compete that night. Remember, there was no Tavares, there was no Marner. They were out with mononucleosis. Riley was serving the first game of his suspension. How the hell are the Toronto Maple Leafs going to win that game? And sure enough, they did. Uh, they beat St. Louis uh, that game. So a little rapid revenge spot. I lean Blues here. I do. You know, I could see a little bit of. It was just so easy for them against Anaheim that maybe the work ethic suffers. You know what I mean for the Leafs a little bit here. It was just such an easy win, you know, last night against Anaheim that uh, maybe they think it's just to put it on cruise control again here. And I think for the Blues, look, they're trying to battle for their playoff lives right now. Uh, They need every win they can get. And you got the Blues off that 5-2 setback to Nashville uh, yesterday. So feels like a Blues spot. Lean Blues. Haven't bet anything yet, but. That's my current initial lean here at this game. Alex, what do you think? Leafs, Blues. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough one. This is one I, I would have to kind of look at a little bit deeper when I want to get confirmations and goal and, and different things. So a, a gut feel would be on the draw. But like I said, even with an earlier start, that's not something that I, I'm, I'm comfortable with, even with, you know, since St. Louis is not one of those teams that play a lot of day games like uh, Toronto. So this is what I'm, uh, if I add something, obviously we'll, you know, tweet these out. But uh, as of right now, it's up. All right, it's a pass here for uh, Alex with the uh, Leafs and the uh, Blues. Uh, there'll be some props I like in that game. Tyler Bertuzzi, I like the momentum aspect of that. Hasn't scored in forever. Finally gets one on Saturday. Floodgates might open, especially for a guy we know can put the puck in the net. So that's always an angle I look at. Guy that finally gets off the schneid, finally scores a goal. Sometimes the goals start to come in in bunches uh, for him after that. Uh, it wouldn't shock me to see Bertuzzi maybe find the back of the net again here. And you know who I'm targeting for Blues player props. You don't even have to ask. Jordan Cairo scored again, by the way, uh, against Nashville. Like, since Drew Bannister took over, he must have fucking hated Craig Berube's guts. He Like, he, they tried to downplay it, Alex, the whole controversy there with, you know, Cairo's reaction to Berube getting fired. But there was clearly some disconnect and a fractured relationship coach and player with Berube and Kairou because Kairou's been a monster the moment Craig Berube got shown the door for this St. Louis team he's been absolutely on fire scored again yesterday uh and of course uh won't you be my neighbor Jake Neighbors is someone we'll be uh targeting as well for uh player props in that game depending on the goaltending situation that might be a high scoring affair but I want to wait to see uh, what the uh, goaltending is for that game all right the uh, another Monday afternoon game this is also 1 p.m eastern uh, noon Central uh, on Monday afternoon. Dallas Stars, Boston Bruins, one of the better games, certainly on the uh, slate. Boston minus 130, home favorites, six being the uh, total in this game. Give me those Dallas Stars. I mean, uh, Boston's just not playing well right now. Dallas has been better on the on the road. We've talked about this. What is it, second or third best road record uh, in the NHL all season? Uh, no shame in them losing a, a hard-fought, close, competitive coin flip type of game that could have went either way against a very good Edmonton team in overtime yesterday. Um, and Boston's just not playing great right now and they're finding ways to lose at the moment. So this is Dallas or nothing for me in this game. Um, I'm not betting any totals though. Uh, I'm going to wait, see who we get maybe. Yeah. And I'm not going to bet any totals, not at full game or first period. I'm going to just hope we get zero, zero, one, nothing after the first period. And I'm going to jump on, you know what? Second period over with the uh, Dallas stars again, 12 and 0, 12 straight Dallas Stars games have gone over in the second period uh, after yesterday's game against Edmonton. So uh, that is definitely something that uh, I'm going to be looking at in this game, more so live betting a second period over uh, between the uh, Stars and the uh, Bruins here. Uh, and a little sprinkle on Dallas as well, plus 110. Alex, what do you think here? Stars, Bruins. Yeah, that's the thing I like. At plus price here, the way Boston's are playing, I'm not looking at them. I'm looking at all at Dallas. It's coming off of a, that tough game. You know, I think they should be able to get the momentum rolling in their favor early because teams that play a lot of day games, so it shouldn't be any kind of issue with the time to start. Uh, at plus price, I'm, I'm all over Dallas. I'm going to definitely be playing that. I think they've played well as uh, also in uh, Boston in the past, if I'm not mistaken, this uh, Stars team. I think they've had some degree of success there uh, in the uh, past. Let me see, uh, in Boston. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, they haven't. Uh, that's okay. Boston's not right right now. They they just aren't. You watch this Boston team, they're not right uh, at the uh, moment. Until they do, you know, when they play a really good team, uh, we're looking at the other side right now. All right, next up, final game of this uh, Monday afternoon slate. 
Um, we've got, uh, or not the not the final game of the whole afternoon, but for this uh, Sunday show, this is the last game we'll be covering, and then the rest of the card will be with me, Alex, Brett, and John tomorrow uh, on the Monday show. But the last uh, game that we'll break down for Monday slate here on today's show, Vancouver and Minnesota. We've got the uh, Canucks minus one twenty uh, road favorites. Uh, the total in this game sitting at it looks like um, uh, six and a half shaded to the under. How many times have we talked about Vancouver off a loss, Vancouver off a loss, Vancouver off a loss this season? How many freaking times have we talked about that? Um, and it's just been absolutely um, incredible, you know, how good they've been off a single loss this season, the Vancouver Canucks. It continues tomorrow. Um, I know Minnesota's had some uh, pretty good results at times since the break. That The Vegas win was very impressive. The, they beat Arizona 3-1. Losing to Buffalo, that stings. Uh, you know, and to me, uh, plus another, the one thing that it does concern me is Vancouver has had a tough time at XL Energy Center. They've lost four straight in this building, including earlier this year, they lost 2-1 in a shootout here at Minnesota. But you get this Canuck team off a loss and only minus 120 when they're in the better, when they're the better of these two teams, I could only look Vancouver minus 120 uh, in this one. Besser back in Minnesota, Rich, makes sense as well, you know, and he's been quiet lately, Brock Besser, but there's ever a good spot to uh, get things going. Uh, this could be it here for uh, Brock Besser in this game. Alex Canucks Wild. Yeah, this is what I probably believe got some like live over his first period of full game, except with six, six and a half kind of floating around. We'll see where, where it stabilizes, but that's kind of the game plan. I think we can see this would kind of start off a little bit slower than the goals pile up a little bit uh, later on. So I think we should have time to get plus money with both the five and a half full game and a first period uh, over one and a half. Unmute. There we go. Uh, I haven't bet anything yet for Monday, but definitely I kind of pointed you in the direction of where I'm thinking for those first four games coming up on Monday. The Besser angle makes sense, and yes, for Vancouver, that is a good point. Like there, are, it's not a it's not a shoe in here for Vancouver because they play Minnesota tomorrow afternoon, then they play in Colorado Tuesday night. I'll leave it for you to decide what you think the bigger game is for Vancouver. Uh, so there are some concerns there, uh, indeed, for uh, the Canucks, but. I don't know. You get them off a loss uh, and you get against a Minnesota team that, like I say, is um, very, very erratic. Um, I, I just I am not going against Vancouver off a loss. You go back and look at the track record of them uh, coming off a defeat. It's been very, very good uh, over the years, uh, over the over the course of the season, rather. All right. Great stuff. That is the. Sunday card, and it's also the first four games for Monday. Again, when we are back with you tomorrow on Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, we will pick up with Detroit-Seattle at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, and then we will work our way through the remaining uh, remainder of the Monday card. Six more games to go uh, on Monday, and we will uh, preview those tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, 1 p.m. Central right here on the Ice Guys. Make sure you uh, subscribe and sign up if you haven't already. Patreon.com slash Ice Guys, just $10 per month. And again, we've got another Patreon-exclusive live betcast this week. Okay, and if you missed it on Thursday, and Thursday was a betcast for the ages because the profits were through the roof. It was one of the more profitable casts that we have had. Uh, you don't want to miss this one coming up this week. And the only way to get this BetCast to tune in and join us is to sign up at patreon.com slash ice guys, just $10 per month. Uh, and again, a Patreon exclusive BetCast coming your way this week. Our daily sides, totals, and player props get posted on the page each and every day. Goalie charts, totals, charts, and more video content as well. Patreon.com slash ice guys, your $10 per month help keep the show going. Patreon.com slash ice guys, just $10 per month with another Patreon exclusive betcast coming your way uh, this week. Uh, and by the way, you saw it on the Patreon page yesterday as well. Another bargain bin special of the night winner with Corey Perry. Scory Perry for me yesterday, plus 500. So we'll try to keep that going uh, moving forward as well. So patreon.com slash ice guys, just $10 per month. And again, don't forget about the main BetCast as well, Tuesday, February 27th. This one is open to everybody, uh, Tuesday, February 27th, 7 p.m. Eastern. DM or email Alex Rye for a spot on the BetCast, and we will send you the link. That is a great card coming up Tuesday, February 27th, including Dallas, Colorado. Pittsburgh, Vancouver is a very good game that night. Uh, Carolina, Minnesota. Uh, Vegas, Toronto. It's a really, really good card. 
Tuesday, February 27th. That'll be our free for all public betcast coming up later this month. So uh, make sure you join us for that. And make sure also you go to the Ice Guys store, check it out, get your gear, get your merch right now at iceguys.myspreadshop.com. Yeah, make sure to take advantage of the free standard shipping. You go to the page, iceguys.myspreadshop.com. You click on that uh, redeem button up top, and everything you get in your order, you get uh, shipped to you with the standard shipping for free. So that's iceguys.myspreadshop.com. There you go. Make sure you check it out. All right, we will be back with Bargain Bin Special of the Night, as well as Best Bets, right after we hear from Boston. All right, check it out, Boston Hemp Inc. Check out all the quality products they offer, and you can get 20% off your order of any products using the promo code ICEGUYS. Check it out at bostonhempinc.com. All right, we are going for a fourth, that's right, a fourth bargain bin special of the night winner, fourth straight bargain bin special of the night winner. But I'll let Alex go first. Alex, what do you got for bargain bin special today? Yeah, let's just go with the the early game, the outdoor game with the Rangers and the Isles. Uh, like I said, I think you know we can see kind of you know some crazy shots, a little you know puck bouncing around. Like I said, maybe some shadows with the sun and then the ice. I'm going with K. Andre Miller plus nine hundred eighty time goal for the Rangers. Uh, I think you know shots to the point. That's where both teams I think can really benefit. Take some shots to the point, get some traffic in front of the net. You might find something, uh, get lucky and bounce in. So. We're going to look for that with K. Andre Miller plus 900 at DraftKings. That is my bargain with special for today. All right, K. Andre Miller, New York Rangers uh, for uh, Alex B. Smith with his bargain bin special of the night. Sometimes when people that we see in the chat every day know us as well as they do and watch this show as often as they do, they can almost read someone's tendencies. I mean, some people in the chat already have basically revealed what my bargain bin special of the night is. And I'm going to the same game and the same team, but a different player. New York Rangers, Will Cooley. I'm going back uh, with him. Now, I haven't used him as a bargain bin special yet, but I have been on goal props with him multiple times, including the last game against Montreal. He has scored in back-to-back games for the New York Rangers against the Flames and the Habs. And here he is looking to make it a three-game goal-scoring streak this afternoon and you can get him at plus 550 at FanDuel uh, to score a goal this afternoon. Will Cooley, the New York Rangers, this kid's coming on strong. Uh, He's got goals in back-to-back games, plus 550 for Will Cooley of the New York Rangers uh, with my bargain bin special uh, of the night for this Sunday slate. All right, best bets for this Sunday slate as well. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you. What do you like for best bet? Yeah, we'll head back outdoors to that Battle of New York with the Owls and Rangers. I like that first period over. It's a cheap price, one and a half minus a dollar ten. Like I said, even with the you know the ice isn't as good as it was last night for Devils and Flyers, I think that could even help us a little bit out early. We can get some bounces and, and get some screens. We could, can be kind of tricky, and we can find at least two go in. So give me the Owls and the Rangers first period over one and a half minus a dollar ten. My Sunday best bet. All right, there it is. Rangers Islanders Stadium Series over one and a half first period. Uh, best bet for Alex B. Smith. My best bet, give me goals in Arizona, Colorado, the Mile High City, Ball Arena. Uh, I think we'll get goals both ways. Um, I think Arizona can chip in with the Colorado in a bit of a dubious spot coming off the road. But I don't know if this Arizona defense or Karel V. Melka has it in them to shut down Colorado at all. Uh, They have been giving up goals in bunches left and right. I think that continues here today. So let's go with Arizona, Colorado, over six and a half, minus 120 uh, for my best bet here for this uh, Sunday NHL card. Uh, That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. We appreciate it very much. And again, we've got a great week coming up. Tomorrow, we've got John Massey, one of our favorite viewers and listeners, joining us as a guest 
Uh, Matt Robinson's back Tuesday and Thursday this week. And also we're going to have two guests this week, Carter Hutton on Wednesday and uh, Mike Volman on Thursday, who actually wrote a thesis in the college on NHL betting. That I got to hear. I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. He's played in the Swiss League for the last uh, several years with Gen uh, Geneva Servette uh, in the uh, top Swiss League. Uh, but um, yeah, he actually wrote a thesis for school on NHL betting. That is, that's something I would do. Uh, it's not uh, something I would expect many others to do. So that's pretty awesome. Um, so we're looking forward to a great week of shows coming up. We're looking forward to another Patreon exclusive live betcast coming up this week as well. Uh, definitely can't wait for that. Reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will be back with you tomorrow on Monday for the remainder of the Monday card on the Monday edition of the Ice Guys. Mm -hmm.